uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. Are you feeling left out because you weren't able to attend UC Expo 2018? If so, then you are in the right place, as we at UC Today attended as media partners for the event. In today's episode, I'm joined by the publisher of UC Today, Mr. Rob Scott, and we are going to give you all the information you need about this year's expo. In our roundup, we cover off all of the news, all of the trends, and all of the gossip for you. Take a listen. Good morning, Rob. How are you this morning? Yeah, very good. Thanks, Patrick. More importantly, we attended UC Expo last week. Have you recovered fully? <laughs> uh, I've not quite recovered from the sunshine. We were blessed that week, weren't we? Yeah, it was fantastic. But uh, yeah, the event equally was a very busy event. Uh, and I think we've, we're both feeling the, uh, uh, the pain <laughs> or the aftermath of uh, a full desk and lots of work to do. Absolutely. We got loads of coverage. I thought from our perspective, it was a really, really good event. Obviously, we were media partners. We had a stand that I was recording live podcasts at. We had loads of visitors. It's created loads of content. So as as busy as we are, I'm really pleased with how it went. Were you pleased with with the amount of attention we got as you see today? And, And more importantly, all the stories and content that we managed to cover. Yeah, absolutely. I think we, you know, we met most of the the brands that we wanted to meet at the event, um, and equally met some new new brands that uh, we were unaware of or not met, met before. So, yeah, it was really good, really good to catch up with uh, lots of clients and uh, and meet new prospects. So, what I wanted to do in today's episode is give the listeners a UC Expo 2018 roundup where we summarise what we felt were the the top stories, top brands and top trends from from this year's Expo. I believe you have already incredibly diligently, and I don't know how you had time for this, managed to publish a blog with with your top 10 takeaways from UC Expo 2018. So shall we run through those? Yeah, absolutely. Um, number one was collaboration. I mean, collaboration was the hot topic of the event. I think it's the hot topic of the year in the UC industry right now. Uh, I'm sure you'll agree. But um, at the event, everyone was talking collaboration. Uh, so, yeah, that has to be number one. Completely agree. And I think a few people and a, and a few key vendors mentioned to me that Communications, which has obviously led the event previously, in the future is going to just be a byproduct of, of collaboration tools. So it seemed that collaboration really did take take the fall this year. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and it, we even saw Slack at the event, which was uh, I, I can't remember whether they were there last year, but they they had you know a stand this year, which was really interesting. It's good to see uh, you know one of the biggest collaboration players at the event this year. It certainly was. As well as collaboration, as usual within the industry, we heard a lot about emerging technology. And my favourite in particular, artificial intelligence, was huge this year. Yeah, it was. I mean, it had a, a, a long queue, you know, outside the uh, the AI theatre uh, throughout the event. And, you know, it was getting a lot, a lot of attention. I think people are still trying to work out how AI connects in with the whole business communications or unified communications piece, but certainly a lot of the contact center vendors there were talking about chatbots uh, and you know machine analytics and that type of thing. So yeah, getting lots of attention. I think there were lots of question marks still hanging over, uh, you know, the technology and you know how that's going to play out. But um, you know, certainly lots of presence at the event. 
You're right. And I think people are confused about the, the, the use cases or, or the business benefits of AR. And, and I think one vendor we spoke to who shall remain nameless, I think someone came up to their stand and said, have you got any AI? As if it's, you know, a tangible thing where, where they're going to bring out a shoebox from under the desk filled with AI. I don't think everyone's, you know, quite, quite familiar with, with what the applications are going to be. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, that's that's quite funny, actually. You know, and, and I've heard that, you know, equally another time as well. Um, you know, the whole AI thing, it, it, you've got to distill it down into kind of, you know, what, what, why, when do we need it and that type of thing. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, lots to think about in in the world of AI right now. And there's obviously a, a date that has been ringed in your calendar for, for many months coming up which which is this friday the 25th of may because obviously you'll be sending me a, a very lavish birthday present but possibly possibly secondary to that the 25th of may or, or friday is is the deadline for gdpr yeah yeah it's classic isn't it your birthday's uh, synonymous with uh, gdpr i'm um, trying to make it synonymous anyway <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um yeah, there was one big dark cloud hanging over the UC Expo event, um, and it has to be the GDPR deadline, which is this this Friday, um, Friday the twenty. Did you say sixth or seventh? Um, the twenty fifth. I've said it a hundred times. <laughs> I was just playing with you. Uh, yeah, so um, this Friday the twenty fifth, GDPR deadline, and everyone was talking about GDPR at the event. Um, I'm not sure whether it was quite. Uh, talked about as much as the 2017 UC Expo event, but certainly, um, you know, there was lots of chatter, you know, how are vendors, uh, how are um, enterprises, you know, baking into their processes GDPR compliance. So yeah, again, interesting discussions, but I think we've been hearing these discussions now for you know, over a year. Uh, and, I, you know, if, if you're like me, Patrick, you know, I'm getting slightly bored of the conversation now. I think people just need to get get on and get doing it absolutely i was just about to say i think the reason we probably didn't hear very much about it is because everyone has had just about enough of gdpr however if you haven't had enough i recorded a really interesting podcast which will probably be out preceding this podcast with melinda bass from five nine where they talk about some of their preparations she actually says some really interesting things about gdpr that people might not have thought about so if you haven't thought about gdpr at all that is a must listen on, on the out loud channel as well at the event, we thought, as, as at a lot of events recently, I remember being at Enterprise Connect and got the same thing. Microsoft Teams seemed to have an enormous amount of buzz around it. Everyone was mentioning Teams. Yeah, yes, Teams, 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 as I put on my blog. Uh, it is, uh, it's all about Microsoft Teams right now. It, it just seems to be getting so much attention. I mean, Microsoft have... Uh, but now, I think, is it 200,000 organizations uh, on Microsoft Teams in the last 12 months, which is fairly significant. Um, I think it's starting to get you know, lots of traction in the marketplace. And, and as you know, on our monthly Microsoft Teams podcast with Tom, um, we all we're seeing now is you know, lots and lots of updates, lots of more features and loads more benefits for, for organizations considering Teams. So, um, yeah, there's just just loads of hype about it right now. It's great, you know, great to see.
And, and we're, I'm recording the, the monthly update with Tom shortly, so that should be out on the on the Out Loud Microsoft-specific channel next week for, for listeners to tune into. And moving away from Microsoft, let's go to their big competitor. So Cisco collaboration boss, Snor Kiesbu, who we also interviewed on the podcast, and there's a really good podcast available, was talking about enterprise collaboration, and he was also talking about how Cisco will integrate AI and some of the business cases that they're going to be making available to customers. Yes, uh, Snorri had produced a great presentation around the whole collaboration strategy for Cisco right now. And as we know, the, the rebrand to WebEx uh, from Spark is kind of starting to make sense now in terms of how they're positioning it. Although they've got a, com uh, a very competing name, uh, WebEx Teams, um, you know, I think people are starting to get the Teams thing, you know, piece. And uh, Cisco's strategy and portfolio looks, you know, quite straightforward to understand now and um, I'm sure they're going to have a lot of success with it. Equally, uh, Snorri mentioned AI and the five stages of AI and I, I thought that was really, really interesting. Um, and so if you haven't seen that, I'd certainly uh, you know, recommend looking at that um, from Cisco's standpoint. It's, it's really interesting. Yes, and, go, and moving from Microsoft Teams and Cisco WebEx Teams to who I thought was a sort of the father of the chat collaboration apps that you, that you mentioned earlier on, Slack. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting that Slack is now coming out with numbers. You know, we, we, we've had kind of numbers coming through from Slack uh, in the last couple of years, you know, in, in, in about a kind of way. But um, they've, they, they've been doing a lot of PR around these numbers right now, and there's 8 million active daily users. It's, it's pretty significant. I mean, we are hearing rumors that uh, Slack are going to be doing something big soon, um, whether it be an IPO or a sale or something like that. But, um, yeah, yeah, really interesting that they're kind of waving the – uh, the numbers flag right now and, um, and and giving us, you know, some interesting kind of uh, figures around their paid customers. And Johan, who I recorded the podcast with, also said some really interesting things while we're on collaboration apps, whether it be Microsoft, Cisco or, or Slack, whoever it might be, that by... 2025, he thinks potentially the whole business world will be using some sort of collaboration app. Yeah, well, as we go back to uh, kind of the, the hot topic of the event, collaboration just seems to be the uh, on on the desk of every CIO uh, across the world right now. The the other brands that were particularly prominent were, were the UCAS and cloud communication vendors. So that I think Eight by Eight were really prominent. Ring Central, Fuse, Enfon in the UK, Mitel, Cisco, and Avaya were really big. But they, but they were... Yeah, I mean, all the big brands were there. Uh, all the ones you'd hope to see and expect to see, uh, they seem to be all there. So Mitel, Cisco, Avaya, uh, Ring Central, Fusion 8x8, um, Enfon, all there, all got a presence, which was really, really good to see. However, you know, I did put in my blog, there were some missing brands, and, you know, I'm not going to mention those names on on this podcast. But, you know, they, why, why, I, I do kind of wonder why uh, certain brands weren't there when you know, they certainly still have a place in this market. Well, or do they have a place? Or is that place gradually... I think we all know who we're talking about. We're talking about maybe the more legacy PBX vendors, but they, they were nowhere to be seen. Yeah, and I know some of them don't have their collaboration story quite straight just yet, but, um, you know, it is surprising to see, you know, why they're not investing in, you know, the country's or Europe's largest uh, UC event. 
And while we're on communications providers, the Avaya stand, and I've just written an article about this that will be, that'll be live on the website as well. The Avaya stand was really impressive, wasn't it? And it seemed they were garnering a lot of interest at the event. Yeah, Avaya had a really, really good stand, uh, really bright, right in front of their keynote theatre. What I love Avaya's stand and their expo kind of strategy right now, which is it's all about use cases, all about real customer stories being told at the stand. So less demonstrations, less products, more practical applications of their technology. So I, th I think, yeah, Avaya are really kicking it right now in terms of, uh, you know, their expos. And, you know, if you haven't seen an Avaya stand recently certainly get to an expo where avaya are um because it, it's interesting you know hearing about their uh, applications of these certainly emerging technologies like iot ai and even blockchain yeah i thought i thought they were pro probably and i've written it in the article probably the most prominent brand uh, over the hot over the whole expo so that that's pretty big kudos to them and i suppose last but definitely not least there, there was a a massive presence wasn't there from the from the video providers so we interviewed Zoom, Blue Jeans, Life Size were there. I know you were chatting with Logitech. The the video side of things seems huge this year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and don't you think that you know we're going to possibly coin a new phrase of kind of MX at some point, meeting experience? Because I think it's um, you know the whole meeting experience thing right now is is becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, so it's not just about user experience, it's about the whole meeting experience and team experience, isn't it? So, yeah, good to see Zoom, uh, Blue Jeans, Logitech were there with some new product as well. So it's not just not just in the cloud, but also endpoints as well. Um, but there was some really cool stuff on display, yeah. You're right about meeting experience because I've had some particularly painful meeting experiences over the past couple of weeks. So I would, I would love for that to improve. And those were pretty much the top trends from the event. But... Just generally, it, it was really exciting, wasn't it? I have to say, it was my first time there. I was really impressed. And uh, thanks for, first of all, taking me along and allowing me to cover it. But but also, we had a really great time, didn't we? Yeah, certainly as media partner of, uh, you know, with UC Expo, it's a great fit for us. And, you know, I look forward to the next event and hopefully it'll be a, a little bit bigger and, uh, you know, just be some, some more exciting technologies on display. Brilliant. Well, Rob, thanks for coming on and, and fulfilling Rob's roundup of UC Expo 2018. Thanks, Patrick. As always, thanks to Rob for coming onto the pod with me and digesting the news from UC Expo. There is loads more to come, though, over the next couple of weeks. I have a backlog of great podcasts, so stay tuned to Outloud for all the Expo coverage you could possibly need. There's also tons of related content on our website, so if you go to uctoday.com, take a look there, or have a look on social media, LinkedIn, or Twitter at UC Today News. Thanks for listening.